we continue with part four of the indictment, picking up at the top of page 44. Act 91. On or about the 21st day of December 2020, Sidney Catherine Powell sent an email to the Chief Operations Officer of Sullivan Strickler, LLC, and instructed him that she and unindicted co-conspirators Individual 6, Individual 21, and Individual 22, whose identities are known to the grand jury, were to immediately receive a copy of all data obtained by Sullivan Strickler, LLC, from Dominion Voting Systems Equipment in Michigan. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 92 On or about the 22nd day of December 2020, Mark Randall Meadows traveled to the Cobb County Civic Center in Cobb County, Georgia, and attempted to observe the signature match audit being performed there by law enforcement officers from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State, despite the fact that the audit process was not open to the public. While present at the center, Mark Randall Meadows spoke to Georgia Deputy Secretary of State John Fuchs, Office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson, Georgia Bureau of Investigation Special Agent in Charge Bahan Rich, and others, who prevented Mark Randall Meadows from entering into the space where the audit was being conducted. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 93 On or about the 23rd day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson that had been previously arranged by Mark Randall Meadows. During the phone call, Donald John Trump falsely stated that he had won the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia by hundreds of thousands of votes, and stated to Watson that when the right answer comes out, you'll be praised. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 94 On or about the 23rd day of December 2020, John Charles Eastman sent an email to Kenneth John Cheesebro and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 3, whose identity is known to the grand jury, with the subject, Forward, Draft 2 with Edits. In the email, John Charles Eastman attached a memorandum titled Privileged and Confidential, December 23rd Memo on January 6 Scenario dot doc and stated, As for hearings, I think both are unnecessary. The fact that we have multiple slates of electors demonstrates the uncertainty of either. That should be enough. And I agree with Ken that Judiciary Committee hearings on the constitutionality of the Electoral Count Act could invite counterviews that we do not believe should constrain Pence or Grassley in the exercise of power they have under the Twelfth Amendment. Better for them just to act boldly and be challenged, since the challenge would likely lead to the court denying review on non-justiciable political question grounds. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 95 On or about the 25th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, Rusty Bowers, 
for the purpose of soliciting, requesting, and importuning Bowers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. During the call, Bowers stated to Trump, I voted for you. I worked for you. I campaigned for you. I just don't want to do anything illegal for you. This telephone call was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 96. On or about the 27th day of December 2020, Mark Randall Meadows sent a text message to Office of the Georgia Secretary of State Chief Investigator Francis Watson that stated in part, Is there a way to speed up Fulton County signature verification in order to have results before January 6th if the Trump campaign assists financially? This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 98. On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossert Clark attempted to commit the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly and willfully making a false writing and document, knowing the same to contain the false statement that the United States Department of Justice had identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia. Said statement being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. And... On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossert Clark sent an email to Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue and requested authorization to send said false writing and document to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President pro tempore of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller which constitutes a substantial step toward the commission of false statements and writings, OCGA Section 161020. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 161435A22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 99. On or about the 28th day of December 2020, Jeffrey Bossert Clark solicited Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue to sign and send a document that falsely stated that the United States Department of Justice had identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia, to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President pro tempore of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 100 On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast. Check it out at OANN 
at Newsmax, and many more. At Brian Kemp, GA, should resign from office. He is an obstructionist who refuses to admit that we won Georgia big, also won the other swing states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 101 On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. Hearings from Atlanta on the Georgia election overturn now being broadcast live via at RSBN Network. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash T dot CO forward slash OGBVLBKFQG. Act 102. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, Ray Stallings Smith III, and Robert David Cheeley committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA sections 1647 and 1610 in Fulton County, Georgia, by soliciting, requesting, and importuning certain public officers then serving as elected members of the Georgia Senate and present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting, including unindicted co-conspirator Individual 8, whose identity is known to the grand jury, Senators Brandon Beach, Bill Heath, William Ligon, Michael Rett, and Blake Tillery, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 1610 by unlawfully appointing presidential electors from the state of Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said persons, as prescribed by law, with intent that said persons engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 103. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Rudolph William Louis Giuliani committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representation to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That Fulton County election workers fraudulently counted certain ballots as many as five times at State Farm Arena on November 3, 2020. 2. That 2,560 felons voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 3. That 10,315 dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614-35-A22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 104. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, 
Ray Stallings Smith III, committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That Georgia Secretary of State General Counsel Ryan Germany stated that his office had sent letters to 8,000 people who voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and told them not to vote in the January 5, 2021 runoff election. 2. That the Georgia Secretary of State admitted that they had a 90% accuracy rate in the November 3, 2020 presidential election and that there's still a 10% margin that's not accurate. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614-3-5-A-22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 105. On or about the 30th day of December 2020, Robert David Cheeley committed the felony offense of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA Section 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to members of the Georgia Senate present at a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee meeting. 1. That poll watchers and media at State Farm Arena were told late in the evening of November 3, 2020, that the vote count was being suspended until the next morning and to go home because of a major water main break. 2. That Fulton County election workers at State Farm Arena voted the same ballots over and over again on November 3, 2020. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614-35A-22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 106 on or about the 30th day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at RealDonaldTrump. We now have far more votes than needed to flip Georgia in the presidential race. Massive voter fraud took place. Thank you to the Georgia legislature for today's revealing meeting. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 107 on or about the 31st day of December 2020, Jenna Lynn Ellis wrote a memorandum titled Memorandum Regarding Constitutional Analysis of Vice President Authority for January 6, 2021 Electoral College Vote Count to Donald John Trump. The memorandum outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, 
the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and stated, The vice president should therefore not open any of the votes from six states, including Georgia, that were falsely characterized as having electoral delegates in dispute. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 108. On or about the 31st day of December 2020, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman committed the felony offense of filing false documents in violation of OCGA Section 1610.20.1b1 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly filing a document titled Verified Complaint for Emergency Injunctive and Declaratory Relief in the Matter of Trump v. Kemp, Case 120CV05310, MHC, in the United States District Court for the Northern District of Georgia, a court of the United States having reason to know that said document contained at least one of the following materially false statements. 1. That as many as 2,506 felons with an uncompleted sentence voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 2. That at least 66,247 underage people voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 3. That at least 2,423 individuals voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, who were not listed in the state's records as having been registered to vote. 4 that at least 1,043 individuals voted illegally in the November 3, 2020 presidential election who had illegally registered to vote using a postal office box as their habitation. 5. That as many as 10,315 or more dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 6 that deliberate misinformation was used to instruct Republican poll watchers and members of the press to leave the premises for the night at approximately 10 o'clock p.m. on November 3, 2020 at State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia. Earlier on the same day, John Charles Eastman sent an email to attorneys associated with the Trump campaign admitting his knowledge that at least some of the allegations in the verified complaint were not accurate. This filing was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614.35a.22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 109 on or about the first day of January 2021, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to John Charles Eastman and unindicted co-conspirator Individual 3, whose identity is known to the grand jury. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified 
presidential electors from Georgia and the other states. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 110 On or about the second day of January 2021, Scott Graham Hall, a Georgia bail bondsman, placed a telephone call to Jeffrey Bossert Clark and discussed the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. The telephone call was 63 minutes in duration. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 111 On or about the second day of January 2021, Jeffrey Bossert Clark solicited Acting United States Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting United States Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue to sign and send a document that falsely stated that the United States Department of Justice had identified significant concerns that may have impacted the outcome of the election in multiple states, including the state of Georgia, to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives David Ralston, and President Pro Tempore of the Georgia Senate Butch Miller. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 112 On or about the second day of January 2021, Donald John Trump and Mark Randall Meadows committed the felony offense of solicitation of violation of oath by public officer in violation of OCGA sections 1647 and 1610 in Fulton County, Georgia, by unlawfully soliciting, requesting, and importuning Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, a public officer, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of violation of oath by public officer, OCGA Section 16101, by unlawfully altering, unlawfully adjusting, and otherwise unlawfully influencing the certified returns for presidential electors for the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia in willful and intentional violation of the terms of the oath of said person as prescribed by law, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 113 On or about the second day of January 2021, Donald John Trump committed the felony offense of false statements and writings, in violation of OCGA Section 161020 in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully making at least one of the following false statements and representations to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, Georgia Deputy Secretary of State Jordan Fuchs, and Georgia Secretary of State General Counsel Ryan Germany. 1 that anywhere from 250,000 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 2. That thousands of people attempted to vote in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia and were told that they could not because a ballot had already been cast in their name. 
three that 4,502 people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia who were not on the voter registration list. Four, that 904 people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia who were registered at an address that was a post office box. Five, that Ruby Freeman was a professional vote scammer and a known political operative. 6. That Ruby Freeman, her daughter, and others were responsible for fraudulently awarding at least 18,000 ballots to Joseph R. Biden at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 7 that close to 5,000 dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 8. That 139% of people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Detroit. 9. That 200,000 more votes were recorded than the number of people who voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Pennsylvania. 10. That thousands of dead people voted in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Michigan. 11. That Ruby Freeman stuffed the ballot boxes. 12. That hundreds of thousands of ballots had been dumped into Fulton County and another county adjacent to Fulton County in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. 13. That he won the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia by 400,000 votes. Said statements being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, departments and agencies of state government. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614-35A-22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 114 On or about the third day of January 2021, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at real Donald Trump, I spoke to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger yesterday about Fulton County and voter fraud in Georgia. He was unwilling or unable to answer questions such as the ballots under table scam, ballot destruction, out-of-state voters, dead voters, and more. He has no clue. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 115 On or about the third day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Travion C. Cootie placed multiple telephone calls and sent text messages to each other and to other individuals involved in the conspiracy. They include the following. 1. At 7.48 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia, election worker, that was unsuccessful. 
2. At 7.49 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman that was unsuccessful. 3. At 7.49 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Travion C. Cootie. 4. At 7.53 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd sent a text message to Ruby Freeman. 5. At 8.03 p.m., Travion C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 6. At 8.11 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to unindicted co-conspirator Individual 23, whose identity is known to the grand jury. 7. At 8.18 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 8. At 8.48 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Travion C. Cootie. 9. At 9.16 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Travion C. Cootie. 10. At 9.33 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Travion C. Cootie. 11. At 9.50 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 116 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Travion C. Cootie, having been recruited by Harrison William Prescott Floyd, traveled from Chicago, Illinois to Atlanta, Georgia, and caused a certain individual whose identity is known to the grand jury to pick her up from a train station in Fulton County, Georgia, for the purpose of attempting to contact Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 117 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Travion C. Cootie traveled to Ruby Freeman's home in Cobb County, Georgia, and attempted to contact her, but was unsuccessful. Travion C. Cootie spoke with Freeman's neighbor and falsely stated that she was a crisis manager attempting to help Freeman before leaving Freeman's home. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 118 on or about the fourth day of January 2021, Travion C. Cootie, while in Fulton County, Georgia, placed a telephone call to Ruby Freeman and stated that Freeman was in danger. Travion C. Cootie stated that she could help Freeman and requested that Freeman meet with and speak to her that night at a Cobb County Police Department precinct in Cobb County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 119 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Travion C. Cootie traveled to a Cobb County Police Department precinct in Cobb County, Georgia, and met with and spoke to Ruby Freeman for approximately one hour. Harrison William Prescott Floyd joined the meeting by telephone. 
Travion C. Cootie, and Harrison William Prescott Floyd stated to Freeman that she needed protection and purported to offer her help. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 120 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Travion C. Cootie committed the felony offense of solicitation of false statements and writings in violation of OCGA sections 1647 and 161020 in Cobb County, Georgia, by soliciting, requesting, and importuning Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, to engage in conduct constituting the felony offense of false statements and writings, OCGA Section 161020, by knowingly and willfully making a false statement and representation concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia, said statement and representation being within the jurisdiction of the Office of the Georgia Secretary of State and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, Departments and Agencies of State Government, and County and City Law Enforcement Agencies, with intent that said person engage in said conduct. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 16.14.35A.22 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 121 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Travion C. Cootie committed the felony offense of influencing witnesses in violation of OCGA Section 161093B1A in Fulton County, Georgia, by knowingly and unlawfully engaging in misleading conduct toward Ruby Freeman, a Fulton County, Georgia election worker, by stating that she needed protection and by purporting to offer her help with intent to influence her testimony in an official proceeding in Fulton County, Georgia, concerning events at State Farm Arena in the November 3, 2020 presidential election in Georgia. This was an act of racketeering activity under OCGA Section 1614-35A-27 and an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 122. On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Stephen Cliffgard Lee, Harrison William Prescott Floyd, and Travion C. Cootie placed multiple telephone calls and sent text messages to each other and to other individuals involved in the conspiracy. They include the following. 1. At 9.41 a.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 2. At 11.24 a.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to David James Schaefer. 3. At 12.25 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee 
placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 4. At 12.32 p.m., Stephen Cliffgard Lee sent a text message to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 5. At 8.10 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to David James Schaefer. 6. At 10 o'clock p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Stephen Cliffgard Lee. 7. At 10.19 p.m., Harrison William Prescott Floyd placed a telephone call to Travion C. Cootie. 8. At 10.43 p.m., Travion C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 9. At 11.10 p.m., Travion C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. 10. At 12.12 a.m. on January 5, 2021, Travion C. Cootie placed a telephone call to Harrison William Prescott Floyd. These were overt acts in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 123 On or about the fourth day of January 2020, John Charles Eastman placed a telephone call to Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives Rusty Bowers and solicited, requested, and importuned Bowers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors from Arizona. During the telephone call, Bowers declined to comply with Eastman's request and stated that he would not risk violating his oath of office. The request was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 124 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Kenneth John Cheesebro sent an email to John Charles Eastman with the subject, Forward, Draft 2 with Edits, and included within the body of the email another email that Kenneth John Cheesebro previously sent to Rudolph William Louis Giuliani with the subject, Privileged and Confidential, Brief Notes on President of the Senate Strategy. In the email, Kenneth John Cheesebro outlined multiple strategies for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states and stated that the outcomes of any of these strategies were preferable to allowing the Electoral Count Act to operate by its terms. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 125 On or about the fourth day of January 2021, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman met with Vice President Mike Pence Chief of Staff of the Vice President, Mark Short, and Counsel to the Vice President, Greg Jacob, in the Oval Office at the White House. During the meeting, Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman argued to Pence that he could either reject electoral votes from certain states or delay the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast 
by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and other states for the purpose of allowing certain state legislatures to unlawfully appoint presidential electors in favor of Donald John Trump. During the meeting, John Charles Eastman admitted both options violated the Electoral Count Act. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. Act 126. On or about the 5th day of January 2021, Jenna Lynn Ellis wrote a memorandum titled, Regarding Vice President Authority in Counting Electors Pursuant to U.S. Constitution and 3 U.S. Code Sections 5 and 15, to an attorney associated with Donald John Trump. The memorandum outlined a strategy for disrupting and delaying the joint session of Congress on January 6, 2021, the day prescribed by law for counting votes cast by the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia and the other states, and stated, The vice president should begin alphabetically in order of the states, and coming first to Arizona, not open the purported certification, but simply stop the count at that juncture. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. We've come to the end of part four of the indictment. Next time, we will pick up right where we left off, beginning with page 59. Until then, thanks for listening.